talk about one thing and invariably talk about something completely unrelated yeah. and fantasy literature. I'm Ronan V and with me as always is Leif. Leif, how are you? I'm fine. Everything good? I'm good. I'm just really happy that I nailed the intro first time. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Take 27. Thanks, man. Thanks. Ah, sorry. This week, we're talking about crosswords. Sure. And the works of David Gemmell. Crosswords. Do you do them, life? No. I'm horrible <laughs> at them. They, they are fun, though. Like, uh, I, I, I do like anything that makes my mind feel like it's exercising in mm-hmm. a relaxing way, if yep. that makes sense. Um, but... I managed to always squeeze in the wrong word in the right amount of letters, and I won't find out until the, I'm almost done with the thing. It's really infuriating. How's that possible, though? Do you not get letters, words that bisect hey, it? Hey, hey, hey. If you manage to maybe miss an L over here or something, like, right. y- but it still spells kind of the same. <laughs> okay. So what I'm saying, I'm, I can't read or write. <laughs> so, yeah. Crosswords are hard, though. Like, to be fair... Um, the good thing about crosswords is we're both getting on in years apparently um, it can extend your mental capacity for three and a half years that sounds I guess really finite like, it staves uh, off dementia for three and a half years apparently. exactly three and a half years averaged I don't know I don't know <laughs> but there, there's been studies and like broccoli it, it's very good for your mental health All right, so if I eat broccoli I get what one year I have no idea, man. Two years. I have no idea. Is broccoli better than crosswords? I have no idea. Why? Why are you saying these things? Because <laughs> broccoli is well known for saving off dementia. Okay, so if I do a run, yeah, eat broccoli, do crosswords, uh, Wednesday mortal point. Am you I Im- you will keep your mental faculties for the rest of your life. I don't believe that for a second. I don't I'm believe already that <laughs> barely here. So crosswords. Yes, you're aware of a crossword. Yes. Right. I'm going to get into random facts about crosswords. Okay. First up, mm-hmm. do you know what the different types of crosswords are? I do know a couple of different types. Okay. So there's the kid ones. There's the um, ones that has like hints on the top, right? No? So there's like in Swedish uh, ones, they always have the tiny letters and images. Okay. Let's start with Swedish ones because okay. uh, we're both Swedish. Yeah. Do you know what a Swedish crossword is called? A crossword? No, it is not. What's it called? It's called a corsword. Arrow. Yeah, word. yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, so corsword. Yeah. Is basically a crossword, but directly translated. It's arrow word. Cors. Corsword. Yeah, but that's that's a cross. Crossword. I looked this up. Yeah, well, you Google Translate doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't mean arrow word. No, it's cross. It literally means crossword. Yeah. Did you know that they were first called word crosses? And then there was a mm. typo and they were typed as crosswords. Okay. And that's where the name came from. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm assuming everybody's thinking we're like 70. Yeah, right. Or maybe 85. When did you start doing crosswords? Um, At a young, young age. I come from a household of um, uh, crossword doers. Um, or if you want the technical term, uh, cruiser verbalists, if you will. Oh my god! That's that's the word for people. Were you who raised make... in an like elderly home? <laughs> no, my mum is 
uh, amazing at crosswords. Uh, she's one of those people that will see a cryptic crossword and it'll take her 20 minutes. Doesn't oh. matter what it is, but she just... Because there's tricks. Yeah, definitely. But the, there's tricks to everything, right? Like Rubik's Cube go in 18 seconds for a guy and it there's takes me... tricks to everything. What do you mean? Uh, uh, is there? There's always a way to cheat. Sister. Isn't that how they get you in Facebook ads? By saying there's tricks to everything. Like, um, I'm a little bit overweight. So for whatever reason on Facebook, I've been getting targeted ads about weight loss. <laughs> and apparently I can use, I can lose 30 kilos in yeah. two weeks. Awesome. Yeah, right. Just by these little tricks and by paying money. Uh, but Also, what did you Google for that to happen? <laughs> no idea, man. Literally the other day. What was it? Or was that today? I can't remember. I, I was on my phone yeah. and I Googled something stupid like... Uh, God, I can't remember. I, I think it was flights because, you know, I was, I was worried if we can still go places. Uh, no. So it was like flights to a specific country on yeah. my phone. Okay. And I had my laptop open as well. Yeah. So I turned to my laptop and I went on Facebook on it. Yeah. And there was a targeted ad for that. And that was like yeah, instant. Instant. That's coincidence or targeted ad? Well, it's it's obviously a targeted ad. Clearly, the surveillance state has. But it was advanced. so quick. It was so quick. Yeah. My, my laptop to the future. Refresh, right. Ads are faster than your thoughts. Anyway, yeah. so different types of crossword. Okay. Typically, this is how they come. So first up is a blocked grid uh, crossword. That's okay. your standard, bog standard crossword. It's what you typically get in the US. Okay. Um, we're we'll get into it later but typically that's what you get mm. it's um crosswords that a little bit of quiz so a quiz word plus a little bit of cryptic mostly synonyms and things okay. you know not too difficult yeah. but a little bit tricky also what i'm assuming we're gonna add uh, pictures of all the different kinds in a link under definitely i'll fix that Good, well, if you're fixing it, yeah, absolutely will. <laughs> because otherwise, it's for me at least, when you say, explain it like that, mm. I don't connect at all. If you picture a crossword. Yeah, I see boxes. Yeah, so blocked grids yeah. is basically little boxes um, with a little black square where there is no a letter. Yeah, and that's always in a crossword. No, it isn't. Okay, it feels like it is. <laughs> it, it isn't. Not the black squares anyway. Okay. Because that would... Uh, barred grids is another type of crossword. Okay. Which are typically more compact, a little smaller, mm-hmm. but they actually fit more words in because instead of block, uh, black blocks, yeah. they have just shaded lines. Okay. So say you have a grid of uh, 10 by 10. Yeah. Well, typically they're 15 by 15. Yeah, yeah. But if you had 10 by 10... Um, you would have on a blocked grid. Mm. You would have say like five, four, and a five-letter word, mm. a four-letter word, and one square would be black to show that those two words were separate. Okay, yeah. If you get me, yeah. So like one would be one across, yeah. the next one would be two across. Okay. Mm. Whereas in a barred grid, it would be five and five. Okay. And it'd just be a shaded. Yeah. Line. More efficient, I guess. More efficient, but you, you don't tend to get these a lot. I, I maybe I think it's just because it just doesn't look as aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Um, then you have the cryptic crossword, which is what I'm most familiar with. What's that? Um, the clues are harder. Okay. So it's like uh, clues within clues, if you will. But how, that's just 
guesswork then? It's not because there are tricks to it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't, okay. It becomes a second language. So yeah. uh, I've done a couple in my life, not, right. not many, but yeah. And you clearly quite fast realize that. Uh, <laughs> We're drinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, you quite real fast realize that um, uh, the same uh, words uh, or synonyms are used a lot, right? Yeah. So it, it becomes a language in itself, right? Like it is. It, if they say this, yeah. they always mean this, not yeah. that, right? Absolutely. It's uh, so th- there's a term for that. It's called crossword ease. So it's words which are found in puzzles or crosswords, mm-hmm. but you typically would not use in everyday's life. Okay. So I, I'll give you an example. So I do the Times crossword. Okay. I, 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 it's the only reason why I buy New the York Times. Times. No, no, no. Uh, UK Times. Is there a Times in the UK? Yeah, I think at one stage it was the biggest selling newspaper in the world. Never heard of it. You joking? <laughs> it's only the New York Times. You serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Times. Hmm. Is one of the most famous newspapers. Anyway, that's the thing. So you guys need to spread your culture more, right? You've not been doing that correctly. You guys, I'm Irish. Uh, That's a UK (laughs) paper. Anyway, sure. uh, The UK Times Mm -hmm. is famous for its crosswords, and it's the tip. It's typically the one I do. Okay, Um, big fan of it. Um, It's just challenging enough. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever completed one in my life because you have to have a. You have to know everything in it. Like there's a lot of factual knowledge and some things I just don't know. Yeah. And well, I don't I as a rule I don't look things up. Okay. I'll go back to a crossword, mm. but I won't look things up. Okay. You know, if mm. I don't if I don't complete it, I don't complete it. Okay. So what you do when you have it's on the Tibetan? tongue? Mm. But so for instance, um uh you can describe it enough that you can Google it, but you can't find the word, then yeah. you kinda know what it is, but you just need the word? You do, but what you you go away. Okay. You you let your subconscious okay. work that out. Like I'll leave a crossword. I used to. Now I buy the books, the yeah. compendiums of like uh, hundred crosswords, times okay. crosswords. I ah, buy those. Nice. It's easier. Hmm. But what I used to do was, um, like in my house or whatever, I would just have a stack hmm. of the newspapers, and every now and again I'd go back and I'd pick one out. Is it a daily paper? It's a daily paper, but I typically do the Sunday. Okay. Hmm. It, it's a weird thing actually. So the daily crossword generally hmm. in uh newspapers new york times famous for this they'll have different difficulties on different days yeah okay yeah but I, I, that sounds rings yeah. a bell yeah so you would know that if you want a really tricky one you get it on a thursday yeah if you want the easier one monday because yeah. monday is a bit of a drag anyway and that that's that's there's, there's so many little little layers to it that's, i like crosswords mm-hmm. anyway back to so Bard grids, mm-hmm. cryptic. Mm-hmm. Um, cryptics are the ones, you don't get them so much in the US and the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a UK English thing. Um, okay. And maybe it's a bit snootier, but yeah. they're typically harder. Okay. So you have to actually know how these crosswords are done specifically. Because there's anagrams within words and there's words that will indicate. So it's the hipstery crossword. Uh, I'm not a hipster because no, it's, a more it's always culture. been a thing yeah. yeah it's people who do real serious crosswords cryptic okay. that's their wheelhouse are there crosswords competitions oh god yeah who's the best crossword puzzler in the world um well actually uh, let me just go to my notes here is he does he have olympic medals um 
So, uh, God, have I not written his name down? Ah, Mark Bremen mm-hmm. right now is considered the best. Why? Um, because he compiled the hardest crossword of all time. He made it. Yeah. And nobody solved it or something. Well, the thing is, people who generally are really good at solving them yeah. are very good at making them. Of course. But, yeah, isn't that like, he makes the most asinine questions and guesses... And then nobody else understands it. Why? Well, here's the thing. So, in 2018, he released what he said was the hard... Like, this is a man who's done... I think it was something stupid. Like, he does 32,000 clues. Not crossword. Clues. A year. Okay. And, like, he does it for, like, four different uh, publications. Like, massive respect in Mm. this world. Cryptic uh, crosswords. Is Um, he rich because of this? No. I I think... (laughs) I think it was, I think, what was it? For the New York Times crossword, mm. which I think is the most famous in the world, just cause mm. bloody the US. Um, for that one, I think... There you, you go, New York Times. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying New York Times isn't a thing. I wasn't disputing that. Well, I was most famous, most good, yes, yes. Crossword-wise, but <laughs> it's the one that's been most popular culture. But yeah. uh, So I think it was in 2015, 2016. I could mm. be entirely wrong about all the dates, but... They used to only get paid forty dollars for each crossword, okay. but now it's a hundred and fifty. Ooh! So well, if it's so, there's no money. Yeah, well, if you do one every day, they, it's a nice side of income. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they all do other things. Anyway, so Mark Bremen in 2018 he released this crossword, mm. which he said, "Of all my years, this is the hardest. Okay. Um, if you get a cl- if you get one wrong, like you said you do, you know, yeah. sometimes you put in the wrong word because it fits and it seems right. Yeah, it's in the same ballpark, but yeah. it's not right. Yeah." He said, if you do that with this crossword, mm. um, it's going to take you two years to do this crossword because yeah. it will mess everything else and up. And you won't find the thing that yeah. was wrong. Yeah. So it, he said all these things, the hardest ever, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And he said the first 10 people get a copy of his new book. That's why mm. it was this, blah, blah, blah. Two and a half hours before somebody contacted him and went, yeah, I've done it. Yeah. There two and go. a half hours. So how but, hard is it? Crosswords are easy then. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so okay okay um this fi- is the same as uh, from that yeah okay 54 across let's see if you can get this okay renaissance figure mm-hmm. reaches end game with u.s subject what renaissance, renaissance figure reaches name? end game with u.s subject and that was 54 across and it is seven letters eight letters eight letters I don't know. Yeah, it's polymath. I, I, <laughs> even though I know the answer, yeah, I couldn't work it out. No, I, like even I'm like, what? Why did he mean polymath? Like, yeah, yeah like Renaissance. Yeah, okay, sure. Well, it's poly something. Yeah, and then math because yeah. they say math instead of maths. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think, but I. Oh, with U.S. subject. So U.S. Yeah, subject they is do math. Have it as a course. Yeah. Whereas in England they would say maths. Yeah. So math makes sense. This is what crosswords are annoying. Wait, Renaissance figure reaches endgame. What's poly? The poly... I don't know. We can work this out. <laughs> so Renaissance figure so, yeah. reaches endgame. Endgame. So, like the end. Come on, we poly something. I have no idea. Now we sound dumb. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we picked the wrong subject. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like math I get with US yeah, yeah. subject. And the subject is polymath because that's an actual course that they study in the US universities. Yeah. But No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, polymath's a type of person. I don't know. I've seen it on... So my reference to polymath is basically uh, in college TV shows or something. They talk about polymath. I don't know. No, I have I, no idea. Yeah, a polymath is a person of wide knowledge or learning. Yeah, it's what? not a subject. Okay, and I'm even dumber. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, I watch college shows. I know things. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. So th- that was that. It was the hardest, but it, two and a half hours. But even then, it was only like 10 people got it quick. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else filtered in over months. No so it, it was, but it's one of those. So uh, for me, the... Um, Reference, or not reference, but the same thing goes for um, every game developer ever who goes, oh, we made this dungeon, raid, whatever, so hard that nobody's going to be able to beat it. And it takes like three hours and it's done. And then somebody's done it on a guitar hero bloody thing. Yeah, exactly. And the developer spent like a year making it. And then it's like another year until the next one comes out. So they're in panic because nobody has anything new to play now. Yeah. So, yeah. It... it (laughs) That was upsetting for him, but he was okay. Anyway, back to crossword. Mm-hmm. So you can also get a thematic crossword. So that's a crossword just basically on a theme, like okay. a nautical crossword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a code word, which I had totally forgotten about code words, but I used to do these a lot when I was younger. A mm-hmm. code word is there's no clues. Okay. It's just every letter is replaced with a number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my daughter who's six does that. Yeah, right? <laughs> you can get hard ones, man. All right. Can you, though? Dick about it. Right. Are you ready for some trivia on crosswords? I'm afraid that the one listener we have is going to run away already. But sure, <laughs> hit me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go through just some. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to tell you my favorite fact. Okay. Which Do it. it probably shouldn't. Okay. Scrabble. Yeah. The inventor of Scrabble based it on crosswords. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not that interesting. Um, yeah. Originally called World Cross. Word squares were were found in the ruins of Pompeii. Sure. Makes yeah. sense too. Yeah. In Japan, mm-hmm. corner squares of a crossword have to be white. And they're yeah. known as nonograms. I kind of like that. So, the and they had another rule too in Japan that was different. I, it's something to do with the symmetrical. Yeah, has to be slightly. And it off. sounds so Japanese to yeah. do those things. Like, yeah. oh yeah, we have to have this. It must have looked pretty. Too. Let's be weird for the sake of being weird. Exactly. Um, there's also a thing called a Schrodinger's crossword. Oh, that sounds annoying. Yeah, right. It's also called a quantum crossword. It's where a crossword can have two solutions. Which okay. end solutions or for everything? Just like every, you can do it two ways. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's the same thing, but I used to do a crossword, which was one was a crossword, mm-hmm. and then the other was a quiz word. You obviously couldn't intermingle them. Okay. But you could do the whole thing two different ways. Okay. It's like two puzzles in one. Mm-hmm. Um. A little bit of the, oh. Right, so that's just some trivia. Mm-hmm. My favorite tri- trivia thing is, do you know what the word crossword is in Klingon? Oh my god. What, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Klingon? Yeah, okay, shoot. <laughs> it's crossword. 
Of course, because it's so weird that <laughs> it's the, everything a Klingon would do a crossword. That's ridiculous. But it's ridiculous, but it, it, it implies that they don't have crosswords. Okay, so... Isn't that what that implies? Uh, well, a new invention... In, in yeah. Klingon, you have words for bloody everything. But crossword, it's yeah. just crossword. Which implies that in the entirety of their culture... They have never developed a crossword. They do not exist. I'm just pointing that out. It's just a fiction thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, uh, well, consider oh. we're about to talk about fantasy books. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, let's maybe not knock the fiction <laughs> element. Of, you know. All right. So I'm pretty sure Klingon doesn't have a word for internet either, but sure. I bet you it does. <laughs> of course it does. Why, though? <laughs> I, I, it's, it's a human... Ugh. Do they have a word for YouTube? Not YouTube, but like you and Tube, probably. Yeah, sure. But... Uh, oh, God. Why? I've gone down this road. <laughs> my, my mind hurts now. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. It's internet. Uh, there you go. See, what's annoying about that, man, is I thought the crossword thing was cool. Because, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Was it though? Honestly, <laughs> not. You ruined it for me. They have no word for it tonight. Uh, there you go. Well, let's go into the history of crosswords. Okay, shoot. Right. So I, I do like things from Pompeii. That was probably the one that I liked. So, yeah. but a lot of things, um, Roman. So right. no. So okay. Yeah. Um, Roman civilization, uh, old civilizations, anything. Mm. Or like even Decameron. It's like awesome to read a story about people talking the way that we do yeah. a thousand years ago. Um, what do you mean, talking the way we do? That, so if like you, in English? No, no, no. Like the That'd way they tell a story. I did this, yeah. I went there, I did mm. that. Uh, and it has a moral and an ending. And yeah. everything seems the same, uh, even though that it's a thousand years old. Yeah. And that's, I find that amazing. It's so easy to forget when you uh, uh, have a weird human sense about time. Right? Mm. So yeah, that was my little thing. Good. There you go. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, tell you what they didn't have, though. TVs. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a TV back in the day. They have slaves to enact things better. That's true. Unless you're a slave. Yeah, nah. Well, yeah. Why? Why would you want to be a slave? Mm. Is this your like? Do you want? Do are you a submissive? Is this what no, you're trying to say? <laughs> it's crazy though that even back in the days of slaves, mm-hmm. there were hierarchies to being a slave. Definitely. So like you could be a slave, yeah, but you could be very badly off. You'd be alright. Yeah, like if you're in a learned slave or mm. something. Like you're you're the guy who reads or teach the kids in the household mm. or whatever. Yeah, you're probably better off than the. And a lot of people were happy with slavery. Yeah. Even but, some slaves. Yes. Well, it is controversial, but this is the key thing to that. Humans are adaptable to a ridiculous degree. Mm. So as long as you get food on the table and you get used to things pretty fast, mm-hmm. yeah, it might not be your dream life. Of course not. But you go along with it. Yeah. And if you do that long enough... All of a sudden, you don't hate your life, right? So that, there's an article about um, um, 
Indians with uh, arranged marriages being happier than uh, Westerners. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, and it's this. the same kind of idea where um, they take the pressure off and they just hang with the person and eventually mm. they grow to like the person. Yeah. And, and it's... Um, Is that because we're controlled by hormones? mostly <laughs> i don't know or that, yeah that we pick the wrong people yeah. <laughs> like oh i like this awesome chick that's mean and <laughs> steal all my money she has a nice rack she must have a great personality awesome exactly he has a nice Makes package sense. he must have a nice personality yeah, exactly. we're obviously compatible done boom let's have 10 kids and then divorce yeah <laughs> oh dear yeah anyway so i gotta stop clapping mm-hmm. um crosswords yep do you know when the first one was published? Well, apparently under a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> As we know crosswords, the first known published crossword was in, was by journalist Arthur Wynne from Liverpool in December 21 in 1913. No, 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 no. In the New York World. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So it was the it was the first one that was officially published. What happened in between? In the gap between volcano crossword and that crossword? There were a lot of word games. Like uh, in, in UK has a lot of a strong tradition mm-hmm. of like word games that involve blocks and clues and things. But first printed crossword that you can definitively go, that's a crossword. Okay. Was in 1913 by Arthur Wynne. Okay. Okay. Um, would you like to try a couple of those original crossword clues? Sure. Okay. Hit me. What this puzzle is. Four letters. Quiz? No. Cro- w- words? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm horrible at these things. Okay. What this puzzle is. Mm-hmm. Hard. Oh, I hate crosswords. This is, the, this is the reason I hate crosswords. This is a shit crossword. <laughs> I went through it and I went, wow, crosswords, like a lot of things, yeah. have come a long way. Yeah, Because this so. crossword is terrible. Like When it's done like that, I get annoyed by the answer. Yeah. So uh, it's like, oh, no, I, I would just throw away the paper. Yeah. Uh, number two, the close of day. Suit? The close Ah, uh, the dusk. Cl- Evening. Oh, okay. you, you would get that if yeah. you saw it. And this one, very much of the time, mm-hmm. what we should all be. Better. <laughs> uh, moral. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Moral is the same thing as better these days, right? Yeah. Like in those days, they would have said moral. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. I justified the right answer. Don't. Yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't have fit. Uh, would have been Doesn't wrong. matter. I would have still written it. Do you know what was interesting about this first crossword? Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a square. Okay. It was a diamond. Yeah, sure. Well, that is a square turn on his head or something. Uh, and then squished a bit. Yeah. Right? Why not? <laughs> I, 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 I'm not bothered by that. Like, why does it have to be a square? Like, it Does it make be... sense? Because Yeah, but if you want to have a 10-letter word in the side, yeah, make it. Do it. What? Yeah. Why not? Like wow. you, do, you do get uh, anthropomorphic bloody crosswords, mm. but that's not right, is it? No, animal no. shaped, just animal shaped yeah, crosswords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get all that type of thing, but traditionally it's a square, yeah, and that's because 
there's lots of little tiny squares for the letters mm -hmm. so it makes sense that it's a square doesn't have to be no it obviously doesn't have to be but i'm mm. just saying traditionally that's what it is why you're so think outside the box man. anyway it took 10 years from mm -hmm. the first published one and and that was in the u.s mm. uh, to get back to england mm -hmm. and that's when it exploded in the 1930s, the first Times crossword was on the 1st of February, 1930. Okay. Do you know what the controversy was with crosswords back in the day when they first came out? That they were annoying? No. Um, that, well, similarly with a lot of things back in the day, um, the people were wasting their time, moral decay. What do you mean like today? Hysteria. Yeah. So the same argument that's been prevalent since... Mm dawn yeah pretty much that was it do you know why they were banned in paris no um because during the second world war they thought they were being used as code yeah of course yeah clearly absolutely definitely were though yeah that's it that's <laughs> all i got in crosswords <laughs> all right so i, lo I love crosswords yeah i, yeah, I do so crosswords every I'm, day. I'm more every day yeah pretty much yeah i'll, I'll do something yeah why are you wasting your time? You have so much potential. Buddy, I'm adding three and a half years to my mental health. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, also, I eat a lot of broccoli. And I'm like a superhuman. What's running got to do with my brain? The same thing. Helps. Ooh, do you know what was interesting? Sorry, yeah. man, I cut you off, but this was interesting. Um, they did a study mm -hmm. on people with crosswords, obviously. And um, some lad called Lewis. Okay. Um, Sorry, listeners, this is what you'll find a lot of this. Uh, <laughs> me and my vague references that you'll have to look up yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, see so, um, this guy, Lewis, he did a study on crosswords and how it affected the brain. Okay. Um, and with crosswords, especially cryptic, okay. um, he found that people who really got into a cryptic crossword had a lot of trouble um, seeing a human face as a whole. Okay, yeah. Right? Because yeah. like, I look at your face, mm -hmm. and it's a face. Yeah. But they would just see like the eyes yeah. and the nose and the mouth as separate, almost. Yeah. So it was like disassociation. Mm -hmm. Also, um, they would have extreme, and I, I think maybe this is a sign of the times, they would have extreme trouble um, with wine tasting. Because so they would the test them thing. before, yeah. and their wine tasting, you know, they could, whatever, this mm. is fruity, this is mm. dry, this is smoky, whatever. But afterwards... They would have a lot of trouble with that. So what you're saying is crosswords make people insane? Uh, probably a little bit, but specifically crosswords <laughs> because of the way you've got to think. Okay. Um, it affects the brain. So it's not good for you. Uh, it, it is good for you. That's three and a half years. You get, high, you get high slash insane. That's yeah. not good for you. <laughs> also, why would you want three and a half more years of being miserable old? Three and a half years to do crosswords, buddy. Oh, God. So that's crosswords. Um, fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. So it's so okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. No. Should I get into crosswords then? Yeah, absolutely. They're fun. Why? What do you mean why? Why is anything I fun? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. So, all right. You have finite time. Yeah. You're wasting it on this. Well, you're not because it's adding... Yeah, but have to compete with everything else. Also, it, it adds your walking lex your dog, uh, tending your garden. It adds your lexicon. It improves your grasp of a language. Does it though? When Absolutely. It's annoyingly it does. And Oops. spelling. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I am a spelling bad speller. Can, yeah. Like, crosswords. Jesus, you got to spell correctly. Yeah. 
That's why I'm horrible with crosswords. Yeah, and you've, it also helps um, with your writing. Mm. I'm, I'm traditionally uh, a terrible writer. Okay. Like, my handwriting is appalling, but with a crossword, it's uh, I found it. So, you write horribly, yeah. and you spell horribly, so you, can, <laughs> you, you basically can see what you wrote, and you go, yeah, done. I finished yeah. this crossword. <laughs> it's like random letters yeah. scribbled in nobody, some... Nobody can say different. Yeah, exactly. No, that definitely says Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah done. Absolutely. That looks like an... G though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's crosswords. Um, uh, shoot. Big fan. Do a crossword. It help your mental health. Where should I start though? What do you mean? If I want to get into it, um, I'll, I'll I'll give you a book. The Times does a really good compendium of their jumbo crosswords. Mm-hmm. And if you've never done a crossword, you'll maybe get how many is typically in one? Um, Twenty. There's maybe like fifty clues. Okay. And I don't know, maybe you get 10. Nah, I won't But that's as a start. Yeah, but then yeah. you, you get to learn the rules and things. And then you get more. It, it's. It, I need to get way older to, before I start doing this. Yeah. The only thing I will say about the Times Crosswords is I don't know any Tom Hardy books, Thomas Hardy books. Okay. They're always fucking referencing Thomas bloody Hardy books. And I, I think... I'll just go learn some Thomas Hardy books. <laughs> but I never learned Thomas Hardy books. Right. But there are always clues about bloody Thomas Hardy books. What did you write? I don't know, because I've never looked it up. It sounds familiar, so I it should have. I probably read some I'm of them. I'm pretty sure he did Tom Jones. Okay, maybe. But I don't don't look don't look it up. Don't tell me because you know. I I think I think there's a gap in my knowledge which I, I'm just happy to play with. Okay. Imagine all the things you're missing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, I've not read any of those. Did he do Tom Jones? I'm pretty sure that was Hardy. Like, Tess, Tess of the Doom Oh, is he, is he Tess the Mad- of the... Yeah. You are kidding me. Far from the Maddening Crowd. Judah Far from the Maddening Crowd. Tess of the Durbervilles. Mayor of uh, The Woodlanders, Under the Greenwood Tree, Pair of Blue Eyes, Hand of Alberta, Two in a Tower. I've never heard of any of these. Right, I've heard of pretty much all those books. Mm-hmm. I do know Thomas Hardy. I think I just thought he was somebody else. Poems. Ah, that's why. Fuck poems. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Why? Uh, same, same thing as crosswords. I, I get annoyed if you try to say something or have a nice... Like, this is um, uh, payoff when you get it right, right? Yeah. But if the word that they're looking for is annoying then the payoff is annoying too it takes away from that like ah i solved it right so it's more of a ah this word sucks why what did you like you know poetry is a bit different there buddy yeah but the same thing with poetry so poetry can be beautiful yeah but the language they use I'm, I'm rudimental. I've yeah. never, I've, I'm not right. into poetry, so I'm, I don't barely know what I'm talking about. Okay. But for me, poetry um, use too flowery language to explain a thing that I'd rather read in a science book. But that's the way I think. I, I'd rather have it, okay, you mean this, you say yeah. this, this is the reason why you said it. Done. Not like, oh, the moon is waning and the blah blah is waxing. I don't know. Fantasy books and sci-fi books are full of metaphors and similes and based on what? Well, Generally, like uh, fables, uh, myth, legends. Right. Uh, but that's uh, a lot of poetry is based on that. Yeah, that's fine. But in fantasy books, you have those things 
as tropes or it's not integral right? no and it's a moral or ethical lesson mm. baked in somewhere maybe that makes sense poetry you're trying to it's like opera you're trying to say something beautiful but it takes two hours to do it in four sentences it's difficult mate I, i'm not a big fan of uh, opera or poetry but um they're they can be moving and mm. you don't necessarily need a fundamental knowledge of the poem or to know for it to move you yeah so the closest i can they, get they is, use different tools the closest i can get is a writer who writes beautifully mm. but does it in something that is closer but to a book you like music yeah right and you've heard songs i presume of times cause i know mm. i have where you've gone I, I don't quite understand that lyric do you references no but not even because oh, okay Music can be a form of poetry, and sometimes they're saying things where you're like, "I don't, I don't understand what you're saying." But it's music has many parts, and you can enjoy other parts. Well, that's the same with poetry, though. No. Yeah, well, yes, for other people, yeah. but not for me. Okay, for me, okay. it's like I read the thing, mm. I see that it's nicely, yeah, done. And Do you read it flows. out loud, though. In my mind, yeah. Do you read in your head? Do you hear your voice when you read? Yeah, but that's different to reading out loud. Yeah, no, I don't read it out loud. I read well, it in my head. With poetry, I feel like you do need to read no, it out I'm loud. Not a pretentious prick. It's <laughs> pretentious, <laughs> man. Like, uh, I, I think poetry of all written works is, I'm is intended to be heard. Yeah, maybe. I'm assuming you have a glass of red wine, a Cuban cigar, and a poetry thing going, and you read not. and you go swirling about your apartment and going. Blah 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 blah. This is yeah. I'm, I can see that. Yeah, sure. Right. One of those things <laughs> is correct. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, David Gemmel. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Do you good. like him? I heard he's pretty good. Yeah. Big fan. Big ah, fan. Yeah. Of David Gemmel. Is it the best? Moving swiftly on. <laughs> uh, uh, big fan of David Gemmel. You're a fan of David Gemmel. Definitely. I think any anybody who reads fantasy is a fan of David Gemmel. I think a lot of people who reads fantasy hasn't read David Gemmel. I don't think that's true, man. I think maybe people who've just gone into it are newborns. Um, well, don't know David Gemmel. Like that, you'd okay. be hard pressed. Like his his catalog is pretty extensive. Yeah, yeah, but you need to actually pick one book up and then start reading. So my. Um, uh, uh, Daniel Green, the booktuber, that's pretty famous at the moment. I'm pretty sure he hasn't read them at all. Daniel Green? Yeah, the guy who does the YouTube videos, oh, yeah, yeah. book reviews and stuff. Is that what we're doing now, promoting? No, other... I just like his stuff, but right. I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying he's, uh, I don't know, 20-something. But he's a kid. Yeah, but that's like... what I'm saying. So do you think the majority of fantasy readers at this time is yeah. our age or his age? Well, our age and older because there's more of us. No, yeah. I think the the explosion of fantasy into mainstream made it so that yeah. a lot of people are way younger than us. And since they're younger than us, yeah. they have gaps in the things that we assume for granted. So for him, instant, uh, the example is he just got into Dresden Files and uh, never read them before and got hooked and yeah. know, plow through them. Uh, and I'm assuming he hasn't read Gemmel. Yeah, I guess you got to find out. has, but... Let me ask this though: Is Gemmel a pillar of fantasy? Yes, but I don't think, as I said before, that a lot mm. of people read it. A lot of people has read it over the ages. Yeah, but if you 
named top 10 fantasy books. Gamal is not in there, in the most famous ones. Like, for me, for you, maybe. For, definitely for you, I know that. But, uh, I, 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 if you get recommended on Reddit to read fantasy books, Gamal yeah. is not the first 10 books that you would get recommended. No, I, I understand that, man. I, I think Gamal, for a lot of people, maybe mm. our age more than most, um, a lot of people go, oh, I read that Gamal book and that How got me into fantasy. How old are you, though? Pretty old, man. Like, I'm thinking like 60. What are you? What are you doing, man? Like you're older <laughs> than me. I, I don't understand what this is. Hey, you're older crosswords. You're clearly 60. Right. Yeah. I, again, you're older than me. <laughs> I, I think with Gemmel, and I, I found this on Reddit. I'm not a big Reddit fan, mm-hmm. but I got into Reddit when I was looking up David Gemmel. Um, a lot of comments are on David Gemmel are. I wasn't really into fantasy. And then mm. I read this David Gamble book and it got me into fantasy. That's good. But then I don't know if that's just a Reddit thread whereby you wouldn't be on that anyway. Yeah, but maybe. I would find it hard to believe that anybody, especially somebody who does a fantasy YouTube channel, mm. could possibly have any sort of uh, authority without having read... doesn't have to have authority. He has to do his I, own I, thing. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, let me finish. Would have any sort of authority to speak on the subject oh. if you hadn't read a David Gamble. Okay, so how many books does he have to read to have the authority? Just just one, like, but you, you, you'd have to have an understanding of David Gemmel in the same way I, I would say, geez, I'm not a fan, mm-hmm. but if you read fantasy and if you want to talk about fantasy, you, you have to have read a Tolkien. Okay, I agree on the Tolkien, I don't agree on Gemmel. I would put Gemmel with Tolkien. Heroic no. fantasy, uh, it, maybe it didn't start with him, but... He popularized heroic fantasy. Definitely, like literally that subgenre. But you can read. I'm pretty sure you can read fantasy books for like ten years. Yeah, and never step on Gamow. It's weird though. Yeah, but what about Raymond E. Feist? Yeah, but that's the same thing. So I think Feist goes before Gamow. Wow. Yeah, in popularity and oh, popularity maybe because as a new trendsetter. The different things. So if you go into a bookstore. Mm. And you see Gemmo, you see Feist, you see yeah. Wheel of Time, you see all kinds yeah. of things. And you go, oh, I haven't read Wheel of Time yet, I should get on that. Oh, I haven't read... Don't. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, what? All right, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and so many other books. Yeah. Right? And for every new book, you have to go, oh, I like it, oh, there's mm. ten more books. Yeah, And yeah. you go through them, and it takes half a year or whatever. Like, it depends on who yeah. you are. Uh, and every time you do that trip... There might be uh, so many authors you can get to the first 10 years, mm-hmm. right? And Gemmel, sadly, I think it should be up there. But I think the, the other authors take that spot. Way before Gemmel. But once they get one, they will yeah. go more, right? It, it, it's, it, it's an interesting thing. Um, I, I'm obviously biased. Yeah, definitely. That, like... I think it was the first fantasy book I properly read. I think I'd read Mercedes Lackey or uh, Zimmer Bradley before I read Gemmel. A little bit sci-fi fantasy. But I'm pretty sure I read some of that before. But it was legend from Gemmel that made, like, just my brain just exploded. Okay. That that was the formation of my love affair with fantasy books. For me, that was uh, Fritz Lieber Langmann. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fritz Lieber. Mm. Like, I know I've read Fritz Lieber. Yeah. I know I have. I can't remember bloody anything. Yeah. 
we've talked about this. The little moose, or what is it? Fafar and grey mouse. Yeah. yeah. I, for 100%, I know I've read some of those. Yeah. It hasn't stuck. No. Gemmel, I've literally just gone back and started reading some. Also, those are like 20 years older, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But Gemmel has to be up there. Well, so Your mate Green, if he hasn't read a Gemmel... Should you, I write him and complain? You, you should, because <laughs> what are you even doing with your life? <laughs> Come on. He's a cornerstone. If you've read Tolkien, because he's a, a founder of the yeah. fantasy movement, if you've read uh, Brandon Sanderson, because he's probably the best fantasist right now. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe, but he probably is. Yeah. Like, whatever, George R. R. Martin, because Big Explosion and whatever, what he's mm. done. you got to have read David Gemmel. Yeah, but it's, okay. a, it's a cornerstone, man. Like, Consider- literally... A, a subgenre of fantasy. Yeah, but there's so Thanks many then. books out there, so many authors, Thousands. so many good series. What I'm saying is, somebody who's doing a YouTube channel yeah. about fantasy and yeah. they're talking with authority yeah, on he, fantasy. He had to. Catch you need to have read. No, I, I understand that, no, but you need, need to have read. You need to have a good grounding. Yeah, well, don't have to. He, he basically he started out doing his own thing. What are you What are you talking about then? Yeah, but somebody else would say, "Oh, you need to have read." Um, I don't know. Uh, some other book. And uh, good argument. So yeah, far, yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah. everybody that has a fan base would yeah. go, "No, you need to read this book. You need yeah. to read this book." So he uh, he had a argument where the the people who um, what's the series called? Oh God, twelve book series starts with the Garden of the Moon, I think. Uh, Malasan series, Malasan. Oh, yeah, Stephen Erickson. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing there. Like, oh, no, if you haven't read those, then you are not a fantasy expert. You know nothing of fantasy. And he had an argument and started fighting with those guys. <laughs> Do you know, I wouldn't necessarily disagree yeah. because the Malazan series from Stephen Erickson, mm-hmm. it's huge. Mm-hmm. And again, it's one of those cornerstones of fantasy. Almost the same amount of pages as Gemmel books, though, wouldn't you no, say? No, like... Fucking Malazan's. That's like thicker books. I know, but there's only eleven of them. How many Gemma books are there? Thirty-three. There you go. <laughs> but um, the Malazan series. I, I would almost say I've read some of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. Okay. But I've read some because it, it's a it's it's one of those that it's like yeah. it, it's Tolkien-esque. So why do you have to cater to those? Just read what you want. Uh, absolutely but yeah. we're talking specifically about if you're doing a YouTube or something talking about fantasy yeah. you need a good grounding it's like anything you need to know your subject definitely and with fantasy for me David Gemmel is a pillar for me he is really good yeah awesome but he's one out of many ah uh, I almost got slapped there I felt it it's fine <laughs> mate. it's fine it's fine it's fine oh, okay. uh, I, I saw him do. You did something with your knuckles. You trying to say something? <laughs> Big fan. Like, yeah. I know there are uh, shortcomings with uh, David Gemmel. Mm-hmm. I'm well aware his recycled stories, his recycled characters, his uh, limited storytelling. It becomes like a TV cover. show after a while. It right? does, and it, it's super formulaic. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel it came a bit later. Like his earlier stuff, like Legend for mm-hmm. me. Um, I, 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 just briefly I only ever read Legend the first time because I thought it was a novel novelization of the Tom Cruise movie what? <laughs> you've heard of Legend 
Which one is that? With uh, Tom Cruise, the unicorns, the oh uh, okay, the big, old uh, one from the eighties. Tom Curry, something. Devil. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's a unicorn or something. Yeah, yeah. I just I literally just said that, but yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks for yeah. <laughs> listening. Uh, but that's why I read Legend. Uh-huh. Um, amazing. Oh, imagine the disappointment. Where's the unicorn? There wasn't, man. There, there absolutely wasn't. I was like, this, this is literature. This is amazing. <laughs> I, I, I've read that book twenty times. Also, that is weird too. It's amazing. It's amazing, and there are shortcomings. But I have to read mm-hmm. other people writing. These are the shortcomings. Okay. Uh, you know and what they are, yeah. so I can go. Oh yeah, that, that is true. There are shortcomings. What's the shortcoming? Um, the language isn't really uh, nuanced or advanced. Okay. It's it's quite terse. Mm-hmm. And What's terse? E- terse is like quite short. So, like, uh, okay. yeah. you were saying flowery before about yeah. uh, poetry. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of description. Mm. It's just, this is what it is. But that's, uh, David Gemmell was a journalist, so that's the style he wrote in, which mm. was quite boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Uh, not too much going on. Character comes in, does this. Character leaves, does that. And that's it. it it's quite fast. Yeah, it is uh, yeah. action-oriented. Yeah. Also, you can clearly hear... Uh, English is not my native language because I've yeah. never heard the word thirst before. Ah, okay. Thirst. <laughs> thirst. Yeah. Uh, but, cool. Sorry. Uh, hey, short. Learn, learning every day. That's it. Uh, could I use that in a crossword? Thirst? I don't know. Yeah. It, is it, it used? Up. Yeah, absolutely. It's, right. it's one of those words that isn't commonly used, but you'll find a crossword. Because it has E at the end. Studying. I'm right. a crossword master. Yeah. What's your favorite Gemmo book? Uh, so, I did like the Denai series, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, but yeah, dress. I like anything dress. I yeah. think uh, it got a bit silly with the the damned series Gilgalim. Yeah, yeah. And when he came back because of his bone. Now he's spoiling. Why are you spoiling, Listen, bro? We're gonna spoil all the David Gamble books because why? Well, the lad died in two thousand and six. Also, there's thirty books. Yeah, and <laughs> at this stage, you know. Um, I'll go through the series. So obviously, mm-hmm. there's the Drenai ones. That's what he's really famous for. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Stones of Power or the Sipster Sea series, which I, I've got a funny wee anecdote about that. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, there's the Hawk Queen series, the shortest. Yeah, three books, right? Uh, two. Two. Okay. There's the Regante mm-hmm. series. There's the Troy series, which we'll come back to. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Standalone, which really interesting. Um, there's also two non-fantasy, but for this, we're not going to talk about it. All right. um, so the standalone, just to get them out of the way, Knights of Dark Renown mm-hmm. and Morningstar, yep. which actually, and I, I'm not sure if I'm misremembering this, but this came later in life, where David Gemmell said um, all his works were one, like okay. all in the same Connected. world, yeah. multiple universes, whatever. So Knights of Dark Renown and Morningstar... Mm are actually in the Drenai universe. Okay. But set a long time before Dross. Okay. It's, uh, when, when you get into the Damned and Skilgal and you can go, okay, okay, fine. But that's fine. overkill though. Like most people just read to enjoy. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. World. Not yeah. everything's connected. And then there was Dark Moon and Echoes of the Great Song. Okay. Um, Echoes of the Great Song, I'm a big fan of, and it's a great title. Right. Okay, so I'm just going to go through the books. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite book? We never got into it. Yeah, we did. What was it? Uh, no, we didn't. Probably anything Druss. Oh, yeah, but that's not... That's like a lot of books. Yeah, I know. So what's your so, favorite one? No, no, no. So I pick a character and I follow it and it makes it more... Right, but what's your favorite book? 
So we'll a, which one is the one with the battle on the in the fort on the there's like a rope ladder and stuff that's the one where he think, I think he dies what what so it's legend yeah there you go legend and draw Stelnuk I'll yeah. also say of every book I've ever read in fantasy mm-hmm. legend is the one that deserves a movie and I will go Who? further. I will go further. Okay. If David Gamble had been writing, started writing, say, like five years ago, uh-huh. 100% one of his characters would have been made into a TV show. Okay. Either Waylander or John Shano, I would say. Uh-huh. And there would be a movie coming out. It would be a lot bigger. Definitely, but it's always about timing. Everything mm. in life is about timing. Um, Well, I don't think it will be though. No, I th- I, th- I think it's past. I think yeah. it's past. And until we get because to the nobody point reads where him anymore. They still do a little <laughs> bit, man. They still do. You know, he still sells. They're still in print. Let's you know, you go uh-huh. to a bookstore, you still see David Gamble. Yeah, you do. All right. So you know. All right, anyway, okay, we'll go through the books quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to jump on, we'll jump on. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up, uh, we'll do it by Draenei characters. Blah blah blah. Okay. So there's the Draenei series. First up is Dross. Can I I just say this about Dross? Um, Everything about him Mm -hmm. screams the fact that he should be hokey. And like, if if you read... He feels like Conan, but smaller. Conan, if he had principles. Okay, sure. Yeah, he's never been beaten in a single battle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, everything about him, like his code and the fact that there's no two sides to him. Mm-hmm. Except for in the first Chronicles, Dross Legend, when he almost becomes, you know, brutal murderer, and that's because he has the code. Obviously, do you know the code of Dross? No. Never violate a woman, nor harm a child. Do not lie, cheat, or steal. These things are for lesser men. Would you call David Gamble a YA writer? No. <laughs> no. I wouldn't. <laughs> No, I, I would say he yeah, David Gemmell is the precursor to Grimdark. No, it's not that grim. If, if he wrote now, mm-hmm. he would write Grimdark. Yes, that it's I just, can agree. Grimdark didn't exist then. Yes. No. And that's why I'm saying he's the precursor. I'm not saying he you know is the founder. You like, were saying he was reading, writing kind of simplified and short and yeah. action-y and, yeah. uh, and easier. Waylander and John Shano, like, they're the precursors to Grimdark, I, I feel. Okay. I feel. Anyway, anyway. So somebody who wanna, uh, who? Okay, you're such a fanboy. So anything you say about these books are. Yeah, I feel like I'm objective. Are you though? No, absolutely not. No, there you go. <laughs> so uh, I know. Good okay, things. if you read a couple of fancy books and you yeah. like fantasy, or you never read fantasy, mm. would you recommend these as the starter? Um, yeah, because they're very easy to read. Yeah, but you could say the same for Night Angel. No, not really. Because I, I think if you don't like fantasy, okay. you are not going to like Night Angel. Like, Night Angel's quite heavy. But it's still the same pacing. The no, same not really. you flow through the book. Language-wise and themes, like, uh, the... Okay. The child king who gets thrown into the pit of cannibals yeah. and he ends up eating some human flesh. Mm-hmm. You don't get in David Gemmell. Uh, I, I think David Gemmell is a bit easier. It's a little bit more accessible. Okay. 
So what you're saying is it's Hunger Games, but before Hunger Games. No, because it's well written. <laughs> Hunger Games is actually a good stolen. read. Oh, although, uh, we'll get into controversies yeah. around David Gilmore. Uh, let, let's get through the books. Okay. So, no. Trust the Legend, Draenei, Legend. Uh, fantastic. I, there are so many comments on people who had the same experience I did where this is their jumping off point. He is showing me, and how dare you, sir. <laughs> on Goodreads, it has three-star rating out of five. I flip and hate Goodreads. I, I, I tried to get off Goodreads because mm-hmm. fantasticfiction.co.uk mm-hmm. is a, I don't know if you've been on it. It's no. a great site for up-and-coming new books and following authors. Okay. And they've started doing a rival to Goodreads. That's good. But they're not uh, linked to Amazon. And oh, being linked so to Amazon is half just... Half of the books has gone. Yeah, it's yeah. just so easy. Yeah. God damn you, Goodreads. Okay. How does David Gelbaum no. get a three star? Okay. This is the reason is this. Uh, I when I'm I s- angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> when I uh, uh, when Goodreads when I started using Goodreads, yeah, it was like ten years after I read the books. Right. So I just added random books I remembered. Is this your score? Yes. You son of a. But you just I said it's your favorite. Yeah, out of but that's not true though because I just what probably- score does it have? Overall, four point two six. Oh, okay, okay, all right, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. And that's really pretty, pretty high for. Uh, so my rating here doesn't actually. It basically I added it to just I've read this book. I just added like yeah in one night maybe hundred fifty books. I know what you mean, but what I did was I remembered what they were like and I actually rated them accordingly. I didn't just. I haven't screw done the crosswords, so my mental acuity is not there. Three and a half years behind. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> legend. I was to kick off with the first chronicles of Drust the Legend. And then the legend of Deathwalker. Those are the three Drusts, but Drust mm. does come back, mm. as you all know. Then there's the Waylander series, and I think today, mm-hmm. if this was written today, this would be a TV show. Waylander, okay. like Waylander's fantastic, and it is the precursor to Grimdark. Okay, maybe. Yeah, like mm. yeah, the perfect anti-hero. It's blood and guts. It's in the you know. Mm. So you had Waylander, Waylander two in the realm of the wolf, and hero in the shadows. What's up? Now that. So we're living in Corona times, right? Yeah. One of my first instincts, yeah, uh, when Corona hit, was like, okay, I need to buy food, buy toilet paper, like everybody else. Yeah. And I made sure that if uh, the end of the world hits, my Kindle is stacked with books. Right. I was wondering where you're going with that. Okay. Yeah. Good. And the I first think- thing I did was add all the Gamble books. Cool. I thought you were going to go with that. Um, so I do write them, rate them highly, though, right? Yeah. So you, you can't take that away from me. No. The way I thought you were going with that is, because um, we were talking about Waylander, was end of the world is coming. I need to buy myself a double-headed crossbow. Definitely. I, I thought that's what you were going That's, that's like rule number one. Anyway, Waylander... Don't you have one? <laughs> <laughs> if you were to rank uh, characters that David Gemmell's created, Dross is number one. Yeah. I, and I was, as I was saying, any, any other author... Or probably not, because mm. yeah, whatever. But who Dross is, the paragon or whatever. Yeah, okay. So for me, Dross is this. He it has doesn't work anywhere else. You know, he has rules and he's yeah. over the top and ridiculous. Yeah, but it works. But it works, and that's yeah. the key to it. And it makes it. He's very likable, even yeah. though he's kind of like a weird Conan. Yeah. Right. But you do want good things for him, and you want yeah. to see what happens, right? I, that's why I think David Gemmell is a great writer. Yeah. Ooh, did you know this about Legend? Mm-hmm. Just to throw it in. Do you know when he wrote Legend and mm-hmm. why he wrote it? 
No. So um, when he was writing Legend, he was very sick. Okay. So like he's basically writing in the Did hospital. Did he have Corona? Bed. I doubt it, mate. It was written in 1984. <laughs> right. Um. So he was on it. Like he was really sick. He mm. thought he might die. Um. And he wrote Legend because um in Legend it's basically the story of Drostelnok and the Drenai defending Drostelnok against the Nadir mm. or the Nadir. I don't know how to say that. Nadir sounds better. I always pronounce things wrong because it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I just want to yeah. have a name in yeah. my head. doesn't matter what it is. Nadir, we, youth-born, axe-wielders, blood-letters, victors still. Do you know what's crazy about that? No. I wrote that mm-hmm. from my memory. I only got the last two lines wrong, but mm-hmm. I had that in my memory, which is insane. Maybe because you read it too many times. Yeah, well, what's too many? Anyway, so yeah. um, he wrote that. Um, his body was Drostelnok, mm-hmm. and then the deer were his illness. Okay, sure. A- attacking him. Yeah. And that was like his immunity. That's where it all came from. Okay. Which is... Yeah. And oh, Legend's fantastic, man. Anyway, so Waylander, mm. who I would say is, what, the second most known character in Gemmel's yeah. lexicon? Uh, I actually think like, it would be interesting to see like sales and stuff, but I actually think the... He didn't sell much. No, but like I think the million books. Troy series sold more. Yeah. Because he had like a bump of yeah, sales sure. there. Sure. Um, and I think that was after the Connie Golden Empire trilogy. Yeah. So the historical anything. Yeah. Kind of. He did like the jump on bandwagons. There we yeah. go. He, he very much did. That, yeah, but that, why not? Like, the Troy series came out, I'm, I'm pretty sure, just after Troy the movie. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so sense. it was like, yeah. yeah. Um, so after that, we had the the Damned. These aren't in chronological order. This just, uh, I'm going through them. Sorry, mm. excuse me. <coughs> so the Damned was uh, Skilgal and the Damned. And notable because it brought back Dross. Mm. Which... I hated that at the beginning. I did as well. He did it well. Mm. But, yeah. Like, it it's, it, it, it's akin to bringing back a dead character from a soap opera yeah yeah it just it graded a little bit and I didn't think it needed it but whatever yeah. um, it was fine I have to say I haven't read all of them I probably read I don't know 24 or something okay so what about these so The King Beyond the Gate which I'm tempted to say is my second favorite which one is that The King Beyond the Gate is about Tanaka Camp um who, yeah, it's the Jaguars and stuff, no? It's not there? Jaguar soldier, no, it's not that. No, 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 that's uh, the Damned. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Tenaka Khan is like uh, the descendant of Uruk Khan and Rek, so the two people who met in Legend. Okay. So Rek was the nobody who married the princess of Egil. Uh Sweet Jesus, why can't I put this kind of learning into my real life? <laughs> that would be helpful, definitely. Right? But uh, basically, he's the direct descendants of the two lines of Urakan and Rek. Yeah. So the Dreadai guy and the Nadir, Tanaka Khan. And okay. it's about him, basically. Okay. I hate fancy names. I don't know. Tanaka Khan, Urakan, Rek. Uh, pretty good. Druss. Or Druss. Yeah, easy fancy names. Fine. Mm. Tenaka what? Tenaka who? Well, Tenaka can. So it, it just comes from the Mongol. Yeah. Uh, then we have Quest for Lost Heroes and Winter Warriors. Both Winter Warriors I, I thought was okay, but Quest for Lost Heroes, nyeh. Nyeh. That, 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 that's my nyeh. Any, any thoughts? 
not on individual books. I, I, I first of all, it's been a while. I yeah. haven't reread them as many times as you have. Yeah. And I, once I got a hold of my first camel book, yeah, I didn't read anything else until I was, I read everything I could find and buy. Yeah. Um, but at a certain point, the bookstores couldn't get them, or yeah. like there were some gaps, and then it's kind of halted for me, right? Okay. So, um, and then once you let it go, there's a whole new fancy world with everything else. Yeah, there's a lot of books out there. Yeah. So next up, uh, we have the Stones of Power, or the Sipstracy series, and this comes in three distinct... Uh, I don't think I've read those. You really should. You yeah. really should. So That's why I got them all on my Kindle. I'm getting them back to him. So first up, we have the Arthurian, Ghost mm-hmm. King, and Last Sword of Power. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, all of these books deal with the Sipstracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they introduce a couple of interesting characters, which uh, I'll get back to in a little minute. But the Sipstracy are basically stones, mm-hmm. which are uh, magic stones. They come in a meteor. Mm-hmm. And if you, wi- if you will something hard enough, it'll come. Okay. It's like a loaf of bread or whatever. Mm. But the problem with them is, of course, they start off golden mm. and they get veins of black the more you use them. Eventually, they're just black stones. And yeah. the only way to get them back is, of course, with blood. But then that turns you bad. So they become bloodstones. Okay, sure. And they introduce the Roland and stuff. I like that there's a cost. At least yeah. there's a cost. I, I don't like power. Oh, yeah. Like it's silly in some books where you stumble over a haystack and all of a sudden you're a god. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Jerusalem Man, which I'm going to skip over because I want to come back to it. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Macedon series, which I've started rereading just because it's fabulous. It's about Alexander the Great, yeah. but more specifically, one of his generals, Parmenion. Mm-hmm. Um, great books. I, fantastic books, especially the line of Macedon with Parmenion. Like it's, just, How historical accurate would you say? Um, not. Yeah. Like broad strokes. Like, yeah. all of these things happened. But it's way the, less than most of those authors, right? Yeah, yeah. Well... So, I would say Connie Golden or his like, mm. writes more accurately. It's fiction. Ingolden isn't fantasy. It's no, historical I yeah, I know. fiction. Like it's but different. he's tapping into that same... I don't know, man. Because like, Con Ingolden is like Simon Scarrow. Or the like. like that's, that's a different genre. Like yeah, it, it, I know it it's is. not fantasy there's no fantasy elements yeah. it's historical fiction but okay would the Gimmel books have been better if he in the end did uh, oh I changed this but I like this and this is what actually happened because I, I love that about Connie Golden books yeah because he did that and then it's like oh yeah this is where I've read, read this and this is the source for that sure and it makes it more credible, even though it's just fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, and you get the tiny threads that you might remember of what actually happened. Okay. Um, no, these are fantasy books. It's what yeah, they are. I I, I, maybe Dark Prince. Lion of Macedon. There's mm. less fantastical, fantastical elements. So mm. maybe it would have... But Dark Prince, maybe it would have benefited from that. But yeah. um, Anyway... So, Jerusalem Man. Yep. So, John Shannon. Uh, fantastic character. A little bit like Waylander, but that's him recycling. He does this a lot. Mm. Basically, a man after the fall of the world. The the seas have shifted yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so, now we're walking too. on the seabed. You really should. They're fantastic. The problem with Jerusalem Man, um, it's akin 
mm-hmm. to a couple of things. Okay. So it came out two years after um, my blank Clint Eastwood film. Uh, Clint Eastwood cowboy movie. Ah, uh, okay. Um, He's an old one, though. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, it's not the one that where he is old. No, no, okay. uh, no. He is old in it. It's uh, also uh, the preacher series. Okay. The the gunslinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the angel of death as he becomes. Okay. He's based on Clint Eastwood's character mm. in The Departure. Not Departure. Oh, what's it called? I have no idea. Anyway, but it's based on that. Mm. Um, that came out two years before these books. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to look this up because it's killing me. I had it in my head and now it's gone. Uh, I've never been a fan of Cowboys. Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Okay, yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, right? So it's that kind of archetypical gunman you know a little mm. bit hard and bitten this one's very religious David Gamble of course was quite a religious man and believed in redemption read Jerusalem man it's fantastic the problem with it is it's very similar to um, the Dark Tower series oh I hate those but this is better I hate cowboys I will never read these it's cowboys but it's fantastical it doesn't matter it makes it worse no no you genuinely should try it. Um, oh, what's the opening line? I couldn't get through the Dark Tower Cedars. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Dark Tower, mm. but um, the John Shannon ones are very, very good. Uh, like they're set, I don't know, like 300 years after the fall of the world. Okay. So there's all that. There's a bit of uh, dystopian fantasy, dystopian anything. Yeah. I like generally. Yeah. But if, the cowboy. I hate this cowboys. Is a, this is a bit. This is a bit uh, Judge Dredd, but in the what's what's the thing when they're outside the cities? Is it the Wasted Earth? Yeah, maybe I don't remember. It's yeah, but it, it's a bit like that. Like there's a lot going on. Mm. Also, I, I will say this: the plot mm-hmm. for the final book, I think it is. Um, Bioshock stole it. So now you ruined the book for me. Do you, do you know which one I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I have all three games. What, right. What do you mean? <laughs> the last Bioshock movie or uh, game? Yeah. Like the most critically acclaimed one, whereby, yeah. like, uh, the leader works out that it was actually him. Okay. That did it. You know that kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. That's the plot. Why would you but spoil you, a b- Okay, you keep. You, I'm not me. spoiling it because uh-huh. the simple fact is. <laughs> You worked that out early on. That's not yeah, what it's about. Yeah. Like, okay. you know that's coming. Done. Well, especially now, because I've just told you. Mm-hmm. But, so, you know what I mean? But, fantastic. So, for me, it's like this. Um, I put all the books on Kindle, and I would love to reread them. I probably will. Yeah. Um, I won't go through all 32. There's too many repetitive things. There's too mm. many... There's a couple of books in between where you go... It's not as good. It's still entertaining. Yeah. But I could be reading something else. Okay, okay. You know? But I would say the first 15 yeah. is definitely worth it. Read The Jerusalem Man. It's okay. three books and really, really good. I was thinking about the... Uh, so, uh, this is also a problem. I yeah. generally want to go from start to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's hard to go, ah, this one. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, next up we had the Hawk Queen series, and these were a little bit of an outlier. Um, so I've read those. I know. Iron Hand's daughter, the Hawk Eternal, mm-hmm. like self-contained, yep. but um, you can see his love affair for like Scottish clans and stuff kind of filtering in, mm-hmm. and like it introduced Talazan, who I think was in Lion of Macedon as well, mm-hmm. and it started to introduce the parallel universes and the doorways and things, which let him then say. All of these are linked. Yeah. Which, you know, Rome was stone or whatever. Um, then we had the Regante series. Sword yeah. and Storm, Midnight Falcon, Ravenheart, Stormrider. For me, these are the four books that are uh, at both times least David Gemmel and okay. most David Gemmel. Like there are aspects where I'm like, oh, okay, uh, fantastic. But at the same time, I tend to forget about these four. Okay. For whatever reason. But uh, very good. Uh, then we have the Troy series, which you talked about. Yep. Lord of the Silver Bow, Shield of Thunder, Fall of Kings. Yep. Fall of Kings been interesting because, well, interesting, sad. That's when he died and was actually finished by his wife, Stella Gemmel. Mm-hmm. Originally, they wanted Stan Nichols, who was a big friend, family friend, to finish it. But she said she would finish it. I don't like it. Yeah, That's when I quit. Yeah, I, I I think I, um, I had books of his that I hadn't read. Yeah, uh, but when that came out, I'm like, yeah, let's go to the next series or something else. It, have you read Stella Gemmel? Because Stella Gemmel actually went off, and I can't remember the book, uh, City or something. Mm. Uh, there's two books, and I read the first one. I read the second, and they're very very good. Mm. Um, Fall of Kings for me went off a cliff. Like it just. It, it, I don't but know. you were expecting another thing, though, right? Not, not even. I just, it's you've read uh, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series. Yep. yep. Oh, well, not all. Uh, right. I gave up in the nineties, I guess. God damn! I, I hate. I, I don't hate them. I do not like those books. It's why are there fifteen of those books, or twelve, or however many there are? Yeah. Why are there? When I read <sighs> up to eleven, I think. Right. Did two, you read when Brandon Sanderson times. took over? No, because right. I. So I read up to eleven. Yeah. Then I have to wait a couple of years for next book. Yeah. And then I'm like, no. And yeah. then when there's like three books out, I'm like, right. all right, let's do it again. Read up to eleven, and it's yeah. like a. <laughs> I think it's nine to yeah. eleven is hard to go through, and then I'm like, no, fuck this. It's those books, man. I know. Like it's just, and you only care about like two characters and you want to see what they do but then it's like a, they don't show up in two books yeah <laughs> it's like come I, on it, there does not need to be the amount of books characters. in that book yeah. that there are there does not need to be that yeah. that series was famously finished by Brandon Sanderson yeah. I'm and those books are int- better yeah I'm kind of interested to do that yeah uh, read the last three or something yeah but um I don't know. What I will say, um, those books have mm. the worst payoff of any freaking series of books I've ever read. That's fine. You just want to be finished. That's fine, but it isn't fine. <laughs> I hate a book that doesn't have stakes. Yeah. This book has zero stakes. Mm. Um, anyway, so I'm saying that was a job well done. Stella Gamble, I, I like her new books. It just did not end well. For his last book, mm. that was disappointing. But maybe, yeah, maybe 
it's colored by sadness. <laughs> but that's it. That's all of David Gemmell's books. Okay. Um, How often do you read these? Um, I'll read some David Gemmell books every year. Like Legend, as I said, I've... I, Every year, conservatively, I, I've literally You're just sixty years old. So you read them <laughs> how many times? <laughs> I, I'm literally rereading the uh, Parmenion, uh, Alexander the Great books okay. again. I, I started them yesterday again because okay. I was thinking about it and I was like, "God, I love that book," yeah. but I probably won't do Dark Prince. Okay, Lion of Macedon, I think stellar book. Um, let me just give you a little. So, with David Gemmell, it, it's very sad when he died. They set up a. David Gemmell um, Fantasy Book Award okay, called yeah. the Legend Award. Yeah, and they did that. It sadly it ended last year. Why last one? I don't know. Uh, a couple of people. One of the people died. I, I, okay. There's no nothing that says why it finished. It's just like it's done. Okay. So money right now. I I I presume so, or maybe mm. it's too long after his death. Yeah. Where he's just lost too much popular. I I I genuinely don't know, but. So you need to go out there and preach Gamel to the regular fans. You need to go into sci-fi store and go. Have you heard about? Gamel? He's still selling, man. He's still selling. Yeah, he is, but it's not. That's the thing. He's not as big as you think he is, or something. I I don't think he is. I I, I know he isn't. I mm. I wouldn't even say he's as big as Raymond E. Feist. No. And I would say those two are comparable. They're yeah, comparable. but I actually. Yeah, I think. Gemmel wrote more good books. Feist is. I don't think that's true, man. Better in the beginning. I don't. I don't think. Oh, interesting. Which is a better book, Magician or Legend? Magician. No, no, not the first three. This the the Ant Queen ones. That's right. So good. The Mistress of the Empire. Yeah. The Empire. See, I would say objectively, mm-hmm. Magician is a better book. Mm-hmm. subjectively legend just has a place in my heart well so I clearly rated legend as three stars which is <laughs> just makes me want to punch you in the face <laughs> I, no. I, I, I would say Raymond E. Feist and David Gamble for me are comparable Okay, just in where they are in fantasy sense but and I would say Raymond, the- is a bit, Raymond E. Feist is a bit bigger also the same kind of age bracket right? yeah probably so I, I don't like the YE genre mm. because I think it's basically uh, monetization. The YE genre? Yeah, young adult. Ah. Uh, so there's a lot of good books, mm. but they could be good books without that branding, right? It took me a long time to realize that David Eddings was young adult. Yeah, but that's bad books. <sighs> but they do have a place. I... I would I would still maintain the first series, the Belgarian. Yeah, yeah. is decent. Yes, I agree. Yeah, the the the, the second third the second three books sucks. He's so still much. alive, isn't he? I have no idea. Yeah, nobody does. I would never read anything that he writes again no. just because of the second three books. What the Belgariad or the Malorian? The Malorian. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They were but at fine. the same time. I do remember that name when you say it. Yeah. 27 years later. So yeah, right. I apparently made an impact. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, David Gemmell, Remedy right. Feist. Comparatively speaking, I'd say they're of a level. Okay. Remedy Feist sells more. Mm-hmm. He's because he's better than. I don't think he is. Money. More famous. Money makes it better. Yeah. 
Plus, he didn't smoke, so he didn't die earlier than he should. Yeah, smoking is bad for you. That's what all the cool kids say. Is there anything you want to add on David Gemmell? No. No? No. Anyway, read David Gemmell. If you're doing a YouTube and you're talking about fantasy maybe he has read him maybe he has read them all well then fine well, i'm not specific talking about him i would say right. david gemmel is a pillar of fantasy he literally defined a genre and he was the precursor to another genre he, i don't agree how not heroic fantasy that was his wheelhouse yeah he was good at it i'm saying that's him he started that uh, did it all. are he popularized it conan no that's it's uh, different is it though? It's different. Why? I don't even think because Conan's not a hero. What? <laughs> he's an anti-hero. Yeah, but he's he's this heroic figure. <sighs> no, is he? No, he's the, the the guy that can make the earth tremble when he comes. Definitely hero. I think he's an archetypical anti-hero. I don't think he's a hero. Yeah, he heroic doesn't want to do anything. But... Started with Gemmel popularized by Gemmel. What? Yeah. Ugh, too many Anyway, genre. that's why you need to read Gemmel. That's why if you want to do anything about fantasy, Gemmel needs to be at your wheelhouse. Okay. Otherwise, you can't speak with authority on fantasy. What's the first... Okay, if you need to speak about authority about yeah. fantasy, what's the five top series you need to have read? Five top series you need to have read? Mm-hmm. Interesting It's question. kind of hard. Tolkien. Yeah. God damn it, that annoys me. But yeah, Tolkien. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I would say Drenai series. Really? Yeah, because that, that's that genre and that style of writing. And that gives you all grimdark and stuff. Um, not the Black Company. Absolutely. That came after. Like, what are you talking about? Well, not the... Literally, that was... Uh, yeah, yeah, but you are... You're, we're match. talking about now. We're talking about now. You could yeah. go... Uh, with 30 you could go uh, if you study English torture, literature what's it called the the, uh, the evil torturer guy what's his name I don't know George R. R. Martin yeah no um, the most grimdark of the grimdarks Joe Abercrombie yeah yeah you could go, go Abercrombie you could but I like, let me finish my list. Maybe I was going to throw him in. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't because I would say that David Gilmore is a precursor to that. When you like, when you study English literature, mm-hmm. you study the canon. Gilmore is not canon. No. For fantasy, I would argue he is. I don't agree. How do you not agree? That's the thing. He's so, a pillar of heroic fantasy. He's a precursor to Grimdark. He's yeah, canon. He's good, but... The, okay. You wouldn't put him in the canon of If fantasy. I recommend... To a person who's never read any fantasy at all. Mm. Okay, start with this. St- then that's go not there. what we're talking about, man. Yeah, but Gamal is a, so do- long down the list. That's not an argument we're having. <laughs> the argument you asked me was, I can't remember, but like the pillars of fantasy. What you need to be an authority on fantasy. That is a different question to uh, Are introduction you an authority of fantasy? of fantasy? Probably a little bit, yeah. Are but, you? I don't know. I read enough. Probably shouldn't be doing this podcast. Maybe. <laughs> I, I would say I'm well read um, mm-hmm. enough to be, yeah. How many books do you need to read to be well read? I have no idea, man. I, I, I don't know. But what I'm like saying 100, is... 500? What I'm saying is if there's a canon of fantasy, David Gemmel should be in there. Yeah. 
he should have the MVP jacket or whatever that is called. Um, I'm just saying he's a lot up, of he, other people. He's up there with uh, your Tolkens as canon. Like I, I'm not even sure that Brandon Sanderson would be canon. Canon, I'm saying. I'm not saying best. I'm not saying what you should read. Okay. And like I'm a massive, massive Brandon yeah, Sanderson. I'm fan. not that much. Of a I'm Sanderson talking the fan. canon of fantasy, like uh, Fritz Leber. Mm-hmm. You were saying is probably canon. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. That because kind of level created things. where yeah. where it all came from. Yeah. And if you talk heroic fantasy, if you talk getting into grimdark, mm-hmm. David Gemmel. That's canon. That's the roots. Okay. That's what Maybe. I'm talking about. Okay. No. Yeah. So there you go. So Tolkien, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, you're saying Fritz Leber. I'd say Robert Jordan, mm-hmm. probably yeah. for like the Conan stuff, because that's where a lot of it came from. David Gemmel's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Raymond E. Feist, maybe. Probably Mer- <sighs> Catherine Kerr yeah. is interesting. Like Catherine Weiss? Kerr. Sorry? Margaret Weiss? That, that's more your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Margaret Weiss. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never been a massive Hobbs? fan. Robin Hobb? Yeah. But that, yeah. God, Robin Hobb is amazing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, Robin Hobbs. Yeah. yeah, I said wrong. Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Who I only learnt, I, I would say about five, six years ago, is a woman. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, she she is a woman. Yeah, I, but I always thought it was a man. Yeah, same. Bizarre. I think, but it's because of the main character. This, this is a good topic, though, the yeah. canon of fantasy, uh-huh. which I, I think we'll get into a later date. Yeah. So that's David Gemmel. Okay. Read David Gemmel. That's crosswords. Do a crossword. You get three and a half extra years of mental aptitude. Leif, what are we doing next week or next time? I don't know. Oh, good. But I want to finish on one thing. Mm-hmm. I read this weird thing today. Right. Okay. So, have you heard of Swedish uh, bedmaker Hestens? Have I heard... Let me just say that back to you. Have I heard of Swedish bedmaker Hestens? Yeah. Have you heard of them? Do you no. know that they exist? No. Okay. So, they make luxury brand beds. Right. All right. And apparently, they made a bed that cost 4 million Swedish kroners. Or about 400k dollars. Right. And that's amazing to me. I, f- I find it so crazy that I can buy a bed that's more expensive than my house. I, 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 I can't get it out of my head. I, I know it's, un- it's a weird one. But Sorry, the silence on my part <laughs> is just I'm waiting for you to link this to anything we've talked about. I don't care. I just found it interesting. And I, I've, I've read it today and I've been not been able to stop thinking about it. Right. Would you want one? Would you want to sleep in one? I No, because I'd be worried that I'd break it. Why? You why, bought it. Why is it that expensive? What's it made of? Uh, it's hand-sewn. It takes 600 hours to make and I don't know. It's weird. But I don't care about anything about that. I'm, I'm more wondering about the price. Like, why would you... If money is no object... Would you buy one? No, I don't know. Like not Why specifically. Not? I'd have to lie on it and see if I like it first. Not just yeah. buying something because it's the most expensive. Okay. Would you buy the most expensive car? Again. Would you buy a limited edition first. of Legend that nobody else has? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that. That's different. That's something you know. I've got a preconceived. Would you read it? Would you touch it? No, God no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Really? Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, no. so I, I find it weird that money 
is but that's like so weird and you, you can get a grilled cheese sandwich that costs 40,000 krona I know but that's just silly this Would you is an eat actual it? thing that actually people buy you can't even buy it it's on a waiting list you, you can buy anything that's like you know you can get a toaster that's you know a normal toaster is like 20 krona you can get a toaster that's a million krona just depends what it's made of. You yeah, know? But would you though? Well, no. But no, I, but the I just bed, get, maybe. The bed, I'd have to sleep in it. I'd have to look at it if it was aesthetically pleasing and it fit my house. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't rule it out. I would I rather have in. this bed than the most expensive car in the world. I, I don't know. Like, most expensive car is probably more expensive. I don't know. So it depends how much money I got. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm, uh, I, so, how do we get to sleep in this bed? What do you mean? I want to sleep in it. Can you, can you hook me up? But is it, is it just the bed frame? It's not the no, mattress. It, yeah, it's the mattress. Mattress as Mattress well. and bed and Is everything. the mattress built into the bed? Yeah. Can I you change so. the mattress? Uh, why? How much you? is the mattress? No, no, no. So it's like a three, four, five layered thing. It's like a princess bed. Because a mattress, generally, you're meant to change like every three years, is it? Yeah, so you have to buy another one in three years. But how much is the mattress? It's probably 400, not okay. Like dollars. But what does the bed add? To the comfort. That's what is interesting. So that's that's why I can't get it out of my head. What I does it look s- like? It's kind of nice, actually. Is it's, it black and gold? It's some designer who made it. And is I, it black it, and gold? It's blackish, yeah. And gold? Not gold. It's blackish. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's some designer I've never heard of because I'm not rich enough to heard of him. But yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, but the thing is, you spend so much time in your bed sleeping, right? Yeah. So... It actually allures me to want to sleep in it. Right. Compared to a car that costs billions. I don't care. Uh, I drive this car. And it's fine. You know? Yeah. But this? I don't know why a bed speaks to me that way. So because the bed's more expensive would make you want to sleep in it more. No. It's a, okay. It's not. It's become a mystery. Right? Okay. How does that prize... The, is it worth it? Will I sleep amazingly? In How it? much was it? Uh, 400k, $400,000. $400,000 for a bed. Mm-hmm. It's not like a real thing. Yeah, it is. No, but I mean, it's not like they mass produce these. No, because... Uh, it's like a, it's a... Oh, look, we've got newspaper print because of this. Well, there's a queue because it takes 600 hours to make What's one. What's it made of? I don't know. I don't know. Baby ducks who's extinct, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like something. Exclusively made of yeah. baby ducks who are now extinct. Because like they were, all went into this Eagle bed. feathers that you're not allowed to use. I don't know. Yeah. Like something. It'll, it'll be made of ebony. Yeah, definitely. I, absolutely, yeah. it's made of ebony. Like, <sighs> do you think you would have a better night's sleep in this? It depends how rich I am. Like, if... If I could just barely afford this bed, you'd be so stressed like about the bills. Up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd be just like, uh, I don't want to use this bed because I might break this bed. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the same time, if you buy something, you should use it, right? Yeah, but if I've just been able to, like, if my dream all my life is, I want this bed. I'm going to save up for this bed. Yeah. Like, I aren't decent, but yeah. like not four hundred thousand freaking dollar bed. You think it's decent, yeah. but. So I'd be too worried about it. If I had like, um, I, I could buy a moon yeah. sort of money. I, okay. I'd get the bed yeah. or I wouldn't get the bed. And yeah. I You I'd have, have the sleep. bed in one of your yeah. 40 houses. I think the mattress is the most interesting yeah, but it's, component. 
definitely so they make their whole thing there's like a i think it's all part of you get the whole bed done right right yeah but and there's aftercare there imagine sleeping in it and then uh, it's okay and then go into your old bed and go and ah this is much better yeah that would suck there's an interesting thing um uh, what's his name? Patrick Rothfuss. Okay. I know you're a massive fan. Mm-hmm, but he has this uh, bit where uh, uh, Quoth uh, gets gets a new room, basically. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, it's a very small room. Hmm. Oh, no, it was when he got a bigger room. Okay, yeah. And he was like, the room was too big. Yeah. And he was like, I, I didn't feel comfortable. And he said, imagine that. Um, but then a room is like shoes. Hmm. You don't want a room that's too big. You don't want a room that's too small. You want a room that just fits. I agree. So I guess the bed's like that. You you just want a bed that's right for you. And if yes. the $400,000 bed's right for you, and it, that's... How will I know? Well, get into it. How? how? I don't know. I Test can, drive I, it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because imagine if it is the best bed. I will never, ever be able to sleep oh, in it. you wouldn't be able to go back to your... Yeah. yeah $100,000 like, like beds. Three... No, not even that. Like... $500 bed yeah. sucked and I will never ever be able to sleep in it and be content. Hmm. So it ruined beds forever for me. 400000 for a bed. Yeah. I don't even know what my bed cost. Like, I'm guessing not that much. No. <laughs> like with everything. Like $500? What? Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. 1000 at the most? No, not even for my bed. Like if you go... Luxury. Mattress is more expensive. Yeah, but if bed. you go luxury system yeah, for yeah. normal people, it's like thousand or two thousand. Yeah, dollars. And then the mattress costs double. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because the mattress is what you actually sleep on. The yeah. other thing is, like, you can put the mattress on the floor. So I think the people who made this bed, like their entry brand or whatever, is probably like. But again, four thousand. It's, it's not a real thing. Like this is for column inches. Yeah. Well, at the same time, they're selling out. So they're. Of course they are, like but they've made like two. Yeah, maybe, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that that bed is for people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would say, the richest people nurse, like the Bill Gates, don't buy this bed. No. That's for people. He's sensible. Who need he would that never buy this symbol. bed. Yeah, <laughs> that's for people who need that status symbol. Yeah, who want to go? Do you want to come to the bedroom? Like, why? Uh, well, uh, I would definitely come to the bedroom. My bed costs four hundred thousand uh, dollars. Do I have to have sex with you to sleep with it? would you yeah probably Maybe. yeah right how good is that bed i just need exactly. to find out yeah i'll give you my virginity god damn it oh. no no it's, it's not for me but yeah i i don't know good would you deprive yourself the opportunity to sleep in this bed if i had the opportunity I'd, i would try the bed mm. absolutely would but I, i'm not saving up for that bed no it's take me a lifetime but i will never be rich so that's not (laughs) happening (laughs) yeah anyway what are we doing next time uh i was thinking weird rules about workplaces weird rules about workplaces yeah okay and and my favorite series that's better than gamble what what's that delusions (laughs) in your head (laughs) what do you got uh no so okay I was thinking maybe the shows that uh, the books that got me into fantasy and got okay. me hooked. So I'm thinking bad teenage fantasy, such as 
Forgotten Realms, Dragonlands. They're still good, but they're they're written for an audience. Okay, Are we, we're doing Dragonlands then. Yeah, maybe. Have Dragonlands. You, have you read those? I've done some Dragonlands. Yeah, I've done some Dragonlands. There you go. So next week or next time, uh, Dragonlands. Yeah. Series and weird rules in workplaces. Yeah, why not? I don't know because they sound like terrible topics. But yeah, all right, yeah. Says the Gimmel and Crosswords <laughs> man. Hey man, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> not exactly appealing to a wide audience there. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> so, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you want to send us a message, you can go to tangentaldiatribe at gmail dot com, and that's tangential t a n g e n t a l. To do crosswords, I know, right? Diatribe. It's not tangential diatribe. It's tangential diatribe. Tangential? No, no. Tangential. Tangential. Yeah. Tangential, <laughs> which is a way you can spell tangential. Just in case, if you want to get in contact with us, you can go to tangentialdiatribe at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to check out our website, tangentialdiatribe.com. If you do have any fancy series you want to take up, bring it up that we can yeah. talk about. Yes. Or send just us an email or something. Topics in general. Do it. Absolutely. I've been Ronan V, and with me as always has been. Right. Have a nice one. Absolutely.